silence Claudia Jordan asking you to support a fellow Rhode Islander and check out Remy TV. That's right, Remy TV. Hey, make sure your girl Maya and you were tuned into Remy TV. Hey, you guys, you girl to here and I had an amazing time. Shout out to Remy What's TV. What's up? It's your boy Slim112. Hey, this is Remy TV. What's up, y'all? This your boy Wyclef John. Y'all watching Remy TV. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Aurel from NEXT. For the best interviews, local and international, check out my girl Remy right now, right here. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Deron from 112 checking in. You already know what it is. You watching Remy hey, TV? Yo, check this out. The positivity lives. What's going on, everybody? You're watching another episode of Remy TV. Today, I have a special guest, a beautiful guest at that, Carol Mirage. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good. So I just want to say congratulations because I was at the awards show on Sunday and I saw that you had your Apple Awards. So I'm super proud of you. Thank you very much. Of course. And also congratulations because you came out with a fragrance. And I would mm -hmm. love to learn a little bit more about it. Like I would love to know the name and the inspiration behind it. Okay. Um... The name of the fragrance is Heaven Scent. Heaven, S-C-E-N-T. Mm -hmm. um, there are two meanings. It was sent from heaven, and it's the heaven scent that gives you a calm, um, beautiful feeling, mm -hmm. peaceful feeling, yet empowered. So um, someone gave me a, a gift, and, I, and I, when I smelled it, I, I, I said, wow, this... It's too good just for me. I, I need others to, to, you know, get the smell. It blew me away. And um, that's how it, it started. Um, I decided I want to go on with the fragrance exactly, smelling the same way. And, um, you know, so that's how Heaven Sent was started. But the name, by chance, I went into the church. Um, with, you know, I visited a, a pastor. And I, you know, I remembered I had it in my in my bag, and I said, "That's a, you know, smell. Can you smell this for me?" And check out. And she said, um, and she was all nearly anointing, and she had just prayed for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and she said, "Oh my God, heaven's fragrance." Ooh. And she, um, she said, "May it go all over the world. This is heaven's fragrance." And I went home and pondered it a little bit, and said, "You know, I'm gonna call this heaven scent with two meanings." I love that. I love that. I love that. And is there different types of scents? Do you have um, also like a male type of scent for it? We haven't. We, we, um, we're working on something, but we haven't done that yet. Early January, February, I want to do a male scent. But um, right now, that's all we, we're working with. That's exciting. So I'm looking forward to smelling it because... And you know what I love about you, Carol, is that you're a godly woman. I love that you came up with your own fragrance. I love that you... Call, the name that you call that, I love everything about it. Um, I would love to learn a little bit more about your foundation because you do amazing things there. So could you tell us okay. about the Carol Mirage Foundation and what inspired you to create that nonprofit? Yeah, so um, in 2013, um, I visited a shelter and um, as I sat around the table with many women, I was really moved with compassion and and I could have um, empathized. I, I know that it's like they were walking in my shoes because I've been there. Mm -hmm. I have seen it in my, from my childhood. 
Mm. I saw a lot of abuse in Trinidad. Mm. And um, as I become a, growing to a, a, a woman myself and a mother, I experienced it in this country. Yeah. So um, when I sat there, I, I, I already knew, you know, that this, this feeling that I had, this bad feeling that I had when I saw these things happening in Trinidad, and when I had already experienced it, it wasn't very hard for me to say, you know, to, when I left there, I said, Carol, you know what? You have to do something. This is it. This is your call. Because they, the stories that were told, the tears, mm -hmm. unbelievable things that I was just a witness, not just a witness, like someone looking to me to say, help us. Right. And that's how I, I left there. As I left that um, the shelter a different woman. Mm -hmm. I knew I knew exactly what I had to do. I appreciate so the, in that. In 2013, it was birthed. The foundation, Kamaraj Foundation, was birthed. We are advocates for families and and um, the families, women, anyone who are, who are, who, are, who are victims of um, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you because uh, we don't have a lot of advocates that speak about domestic violence. Well, I know here in Rhode Island, we don't have like a face for that. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to spreading the word about your foundation. Can you tell us how we could donate? There is a carolmaraz.org. And you can also reach me at carolmarazfoundation at gmail.com. Um, I want to say that it's better to at this time get me at the foundation's Gmail mm -hmm. because I'm transitioning from one from one to the to the other, like in terms of my um, my website. Yeah. Right now, even you go, you may not be able to go onto that donate button. Okay. So it would be good to to, to contact me at carolmaragefoundation at gmail .com. Maybe until another couple of weeks or month. Okay. There's something definitely going in going on with the transition. Yes. Okay. And we'll make sure, guys, that we have that Gmail up for you and and any links that you would need to go and support. The foundation because it's really a great foundation she is the face of her foundation and we need more people that speak up about domestic violence because a lot of people go through it in silence so in you know si yes 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 yeah and right now um we have started i've linked with a doctor to mm. do reconstructive surgery mm. on anyone who has been disfigured as a result of domestic violence i love so, that that's a big help. That's a big help. Um, and also to men, please, um, if you need help mm -hmm. as well, because I know a lot of men go through domestic violence as well, and they also need help. So if you guys need help, please feel free, and we'll put the, the link up um, and everything that you guys need to know to get that help. Um, Carol, how did you find the strength to get through your own domestic violence situation? And um, how can you give advice to other women that feel like they can't get out? The first thing I had to do is to really start loving myself mm -hmm. and understanding that I was born for more. Um, it's a self-worth thing. But as you know, I'm a woman of faith. Mm -hmm. I started praying a lot because I felt like I was between a rock and a hard place. But with this confidence I had that there is going to be better, 
you gotta love yourself and be strong in, and, and ask, well, I, I'm a woman of faith. I ask God for the strength. However, you can, those who don't really believe in God, mm -hmm. speak to someone, go and get counseling and it's gonna build you, it's gonna strengthen you. Mm -hmm. But know that the situation you're in, the, the abusive situation, being battered, is not what God placed you there for. Once that mm -hmm. thing goes off in your head, oh, I, I, I'm better than this, mm -hmm. you will seek the help. And seek the help with wisdom. Don't tell the, don't tell the, um, the abuser anything. Mm -hmm. Don't argue. Once you know, now move with wisdom of God. Because you need to say, you need to, to live through this. Yes. You know, so that's what I did. And that's what the advice I give to people. Seek your help. But once you get it, you understand that you would more. It's going to motivate you to do more for you. Yes. And, and I think it's definitely important to have like that plan, that escape plan. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, send your friend your location, see if you could do something to, to try to get out of that. Because um, it's yeah, definitely yeah. a dangerous situation and not everybody makes it out. Yeah, the escape plan is key. Yeah. The escape plan is dependent on whether you will live mm -hmm. or die. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say this too, and it's not, abuse is not just hitting, it's also verbal, mental, um, yeah. and, and I think I'm going to also put a checklist of the different types of, mm -hmm. of, of abuse and so people can check, you know, yes. the, the, the different types to see if you guys are in that situation. I want you guys to check off that list and see if you need to either get counseling or try to find a domestic violence safe house and, yes. um, and see if we can help you create a, a an escape plan um carol how did yeah. your experience um shape your approach to motherhood i always speak to my my daughter she was my only girl just not allowing anyone to do to her anything that she's not comfortable with and i guess she she saw in me a strong woman because um, mm. a strong woman is not even if you are going through domestic violence getting out of it takes the strength yeah. so she's always seen me standing up supporting my family no matter what transpired the day the night before and going on and making and taking care of business anyway mm -hmm. so um i think um the things I would say, you know, to yeah. her as she was growing up. Right. To, um, probably, it, it helped. It helped in, um, her, you know, in, in raising her mm -hmm. and in my own motherhood. Yeah, I, I think that's super important um, um, that the mothers talk to their children. So thank you for being a support system to your children because a lot of people don't have that. Um, so I just want to say shout out to all the amazing moms that that go through situations of their own and stay strong for their children and pass down that great advice and, and just all that loving and caring energy into their kids. So I appreciate you, Carol, for that. Oh, um, thank you. Can you tell us about some of the programs at your foundation? What can we expect um, from well, the... Most of all... Um... We do, there's a MOVE, M-O-V-E, Moving Onward Vocationally Empowered. So it helps you 
with job readiness mm-hmm. and um, even help with different jobs. You know, we, we have different people that we, that we recommend, you know, to, to, to help our women. Because um, our main thing is to bring independence mm-hmm. to, to a woman. Well, whatever is, whatever is necessary for her growth, mm-hmm. building her self-esteem, we are concerned. That's beautiful. I love that. I love everything about that. I love everything about that, it's especially because a lot of women, right, they, when they go into, if they have to go into a shelter or if they have to, like, leave um, to a different state to run away from somebody that has been abusing them, the, the you helping them get jobs um, and, and helping them get to that next level to elevate themselves after going through that, that crazy time. So I think that's really amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to... Um, broadcasting that and letting people know about your foundation and you also wear a lot of hats because you write plays and I never knew that about you so can you tell us like what made you get interested in writing screenplays and and do you still have a love for it now yeah um when my when my children were like teenagers or um, just preteens and stuff I just started writing um in the for the churches Mm-hmm. All of you know my plays. Um, they, we performed a lot of plays, but I find you know like back in the days they did not record it. You just do a play, and you know everybody come and they, they talk about it. So I did um a few of them. It's as well with my soul, my sister's keeper, mm-hmm. and a few others in churches. So um, but recently I started writing something on peaches. I know you asked me about that, so I'll wait. But um. It's um, the challenges um, someone faces when they lost their, their mother by the hands of the father, all the human trafficking, running away, running away, prostitute, you know, everything you may imagine. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Lord just put that in my spirit and I just, during pandemic, I just couldn't stop typing. I just typed and typed. I was just seeing all my different scenes and and I just kept writing and writing and then I, this is, um, I have a, a play, Peaches, waiting to just take it to the next level. Yes, but I definitely what, want what to hear about that. Me, what inspired me to write, I, it's just, I always loved writing. I was good at essays in, in school and always liked writing. I think there's a creative something inside of me. And, you know, it's just, that's just something I love. With singing, my next passion is writing. I love that. You're super talented. <laughs> And you sing as well, you write, you care about the, the community. So everything about you is super amazing and you're God-fearing. And I think that's just, I don't run across a lot of people like that. Um, so definitely many blessings to you. Um, a lot of people should run into people like you because I feel like, um, this is how I feel. I feel like there's not a lot of good people um, that we come across in life, right? Um, so everybody needs to meet a Carol. You know what I mean? Um, somebody yeah, that's going to uplift them. That. Yeah, and I would love to hear more about Peaches too. I would love to know like what you have next. Like, what's your next uh, play that you're thinking about putting together? I gotta get Peaches out there. We it's been ready for for a minute now since the pandemic. I have Peaches has to go out, but there are other things that have been coming to me you know, um, to write about and um, 
I will definitely be writing. You'll be hearing more for next year. But Peaches has to be, you know, established, um, you know, all over where the masses can really get to see it. Yeah, and, you know. and when that's ready, right, make sure you send it to me so I could put it on my show and I could put some clips up there and, and we could make sure that people tune in or if you're doing it live, they could go and see it live and we'll make sure right. we support you. Um, I love supporting anybody who looks like me. So being the first black-owned television show in the state of Rhode Island, I'm here, for, I'm here to support. So you let me know of I'm anything so that you need. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm so proud of you. And I read, read that. I say, wow, I'm proud of you. Thank me. you. I appreciate it. And you're an amazing guest. I hope that, you know, you could come back on and let us know about more things that you have, uh, you know, coming up. We are doing something called dbn.life, mm. where businesses are coming together to um, join this, net, this um, domestic violence network. Mm. Um, so... They show their support by joining the network. Oh, you know, I love that. And um, supporting in which way. But that's a new thing we just started. And I would love to um, eventually, when I, you know, bring it um, to your, you know, we can, have, we can have another one like this and talk about this DBN. It's something big. It's mm -hmm. going to bring businesses' attention to what's really going on. You know, instead of the, just individuals, organizations will come and support and, you know, support this, um, bring awareness for us. I love that. So yeah, I'm definitely willing to support. Whatever you need, you just let me know. And we'll put it up on whatever platforms we need to put it up so we can spread the word because that's amazing. And so I want to, you know, thank you so much for coming on my show. I am so grateful for you. Blessing, blessing my show. And... Yeah, we will see you guys next time on Remy TV. Silence, Claudia Jordan, asking you to support a fellow Rhode Islander and check out Remy TV. That's right, Remy TV. Oh, wow, it's your girl, Maya.